Blog Talk Radio. This is Kale Brown. Now, I didn't play a doctor on TV, but I will prescribe Brandon's buzz for absolutely anybody who wants to know what's really going on. Hey, guys, this is Brett Claywell from One Life to Live, and you're listening to Brandon's Buzz. This is Taylor Dane, and you are listening to the one and only Brandon Buzz. Hi, this is Lynn Herring on Brandon's Buzz. It's the great entertainment talk show on now. Brandon, I love you. Thanks for having me. This is Linda Dano. I'm on Brandon's Buzz, and I have to tell you, what a fun hour I just had. Ah. This is a great kid with a wonderful heart and soul. You listen every day. I know I will. Hey, hey, this is Nia Peoples, and you are checking out Brandon's Buzz right now. Hi, everyone. This is Eric Martin from the band Mr. Big. I'm live and kicking on Brandon's Buzz. Hi, this is Dave Camaro, and you're going to love buzzing with Brandon's Buzz. Hey guys, welcome back to Brandon's Buzz. I am Brandon. It is Wednesday, January 20th, 2010. It's 10 p.m. back east, 7 p.m. out in the west, 9 p.m. here in Texas, and it's a special night here at Brandon's Buzz. I have a special lady on the phone, and I just want to dive right in because we have a lot to talk about with her. You know, I know that it's not professional to play favorites, but I just have to tell you, when my guest tonight was on this show back in September, our chat put me on a high that still hasn't faded. We all still remember, and might I add, miss desperately, her triumphant roles as wacky Felicia Gallant on Another World and as respected Dr. Ray Cummings on One Life to Live. But we still get to see her on television regularly as a member of the QVC family, and she returns to the shopping channel in just a couple of hours from now to present the latest items in her mega-selling collection of decorative accessories for the home. You know, I don't mind telling you she's one of my favorite people on the planet, and it's just thrilling to welcome back to Brandon's Buzz tonight a true American treasure, the resplendent, the revered, Linda Dano. I I can't tell you how sweet you are. I mean it. Uh, and, and, I mean I'm overwhelmed with such an introduction. I, I I I've got to get a tape of this show now. Every morning when I get up and I I'm going to play it and start the day with that. And I'm thrilled to see you coming back to QVC. Yes, I'm thrilled too. It's um, it's it's a very exciting thing for me because, as you know, I started out in life to be a designer, whether that be for fashion accessories and clothes or for homes. I kind of was always torn which way to go, and and then somehow acting got in there somehow <laughs> and laid my my time as a designer. Yeah. This is really fun for me. It really is. It's like going full circle in my life. Absolutely. So, so tell me about the new additions to your collection this time around. What's 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 new well, in the in the a, pack? I have another uh, beautiful rug, uh, an Oriental um, that's coming that I love. Having my own new apartment in New York, I like it so much. Uh, I have a new chest on frame that I'm crazy about. I have my glass mirrored um, trays that I just. I think are so beautiful and and will add such splash to anybody's house. Um, you know, my my feeling about home accessories is very much the same feeling I have about dressing oneself, which is to buy the basics 
buy what works for you. Don't make things too big. Don't fill up your room. And then accessorize it. Sure. Make it your own. Make it have style from your point of view. So when people walk in and they go, whoa, is this pretty? I just think that the, the world we live in right now is so complex and so difficult and so trying that if we can somehow make our homes that sweet place of solace and comfort and memories and family, it will make it'll make each day a little easier. You know what you know what I love about your collection is you don't necessarily use neutral colors, but you use colors that go with almost any style of decor. I mean, it's it's really amazing how everything kind of blends in, no matter what you've got in your yeah, home. Right. I I think so too. I try very hard to do that, and I. I, I want you to have things that when you put it in your home, it has your own special look. And I think that's really important. I really do. And I, whether you have blues or reds or yellows or greens, uh, my stuff does kind of work. It sure. kind, of, kind of sets it apart. And so when you walk in, I always tell everybody that if you're not sure about your home and, and what to do with it and you don't know where to begin, that when you tune in to me on QVC, it's sort of like getting a free decorator for, for the day. I, I'm the cheapest date in <laughs> I will give you all kinds of tips and ideas and things that don't cost you any money. I really do believe that it's the mix of something you buy at a high-end store and something you buy from me and then something you buy at Kmart. And if you mix them all up and you keep the same sort of color scheme, you you can't make a mistake. You really can't. Uh, Along those lines, you're very renowned for taking things that you see in the high-end antique stores and the high-end department stores and, and making facsimiles of them. That are, that are very high quality but very affordable. Exactly. That's the trick. And I'm sure my manufacturers would tell you that I'm really a pain in the you-know-what <laughs> because I am bringing things in for as little money as possible but, but never look like they're little money. You know, I mean, I, I can take you into all sorts of stores and you might pick something out and it may not look uh, rich. It may not look uh, like good quality. It may look... It may look flimsy. I won't bring you stuff like that. I, I don't believe in that. I want it to be a fooler. Um, and I, and I, when I say I put these things in my own home, I'm not lying. I really do put these things in my own home. So you know they must be okay. They must be. <laughs> you know, are you a pain in the you-know-what when it comes to, to, uh, to uh, forming this collection? I mean, walk me through... Uh, a typical day in terms of designing pieces for this collection and working with the manufacturers? I either do a sketch or I show a picture and I say, I'd like it to be this, but I'd like this and this and this and this. And I love my manufacturers. We're all great friends. But they know. They know. They will go to where their, their factories and they will come back with something that is the complete opposite of what I've just asked for. <laughs> hoping, hoping I'll go, oh, okay, that's fine. And I never do. And I'm always, I always think I'm a pain in the you know because of that. But what they all say about me, because I have several manufacturers, I don't go to just one person. Sure. They all say to me is, you know what, at least with you we know 
we know clearly what you're going to accept and what you're not. And I do that for not only me, but for all the people that trust me and, and shop with me. I want them to know that I really pushed and pushed and pushed, and I, and I said, no, no, that's not right. I don't like that nail head. No, no, I don't like that color. No, no. I'm really, that in that sense, I'm a pain in the inner one. And because I want it to be a certain thing. And if it's exactly that, I don't like it, and I don't expect you to like it. So when I stand in front of you live, as I'm going to do in a few hours, you know that I'm not lying to you. That's very important to me. I would put this in my home. This is what it took to do this. This is how you use it. These are the different ways you can use it. And I know from, oh, gosh, emails and and letters that I get that they're ecstatic about what they got and that it really works. One, one letter I got, uh, after my last show, I, I sold a clock table, which is coming back in this show tomorrow. I, I, I think it's at the 2 o'clock, 2 in the afternoon, um, Eastern time, but it might be 1 in the morning. Who knows? Um, but I, I did a clock table, and a woman bought it, and she has one of those homes that is two floors. You know, the living room looks up, and there's a, a, a little walk around to where the bedrooms are upstairs, mm-hmm. so it's this big open space. Mm-hmm. She said, out of my bedroom, I look down, and there it is, and I see the time, because it works, of course. And she looks at the time, and she's just beside herself. She loves how it looks, because it's very dramatic. And it's a real standalone piece that you have in your home, and you go, wow, how did I live without this clock table? <laughs> you know, I, I am thrilled to see that back in the collection, and I am begging you right now to to tell the QVC operators to save one for you because I didn't get one last time and I've regretted it ever since and I'm getting one this time. So so tell them to save me one. I will tell them. I will. <laughs> yeah, it's a great piece. It really is. But I, as you can see and hear from me, that this is a really fun thing. It keeps me very busy. And it's it's um, every time I go, uh-oh, did I lose you again? Just, you cut out just for a second there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can hear it in my phone. It kind of goes a does a kind of, you know, like a space thing uh-huh. in my ear, which I have no clue what that is. <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm very passionate about it. it. It takes me forever to set up my set. I, I want it to look a certain way. I want you to get ideas. And I love when I get the phone calls that come in Absolutely. live, you know, on the show. I love that. In terms of what we see on air when you're presenting your collection, and, you know, by the way, there are some great videos on Linda's Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash lindadano, uh, which show Linda kind of setting up the rooms and all the accessories. But in terms of what we see on the air, how long does it take you to arrange those rooms and put, put all that together? Oh, it takes many hours. I, I spend a lot of time because I'm, I told you I'm a pain. <laughs> I, I, it has to be a certain way. And what makes me wild about QVC is that I go there, I take forever to set it up. Everybody around me is dropping like flies, and I'm still going. And when I finally finish, I come back to do the show, whatever how many hours later, and people have moved stuff. And I become, oh, my God. It must make you crazy. It makes me crazy. makes me absolutely crazy. And and, uh, it's because they're shooting things, they're moving things to take a a laser shot or, you know. They're all working, but, oh, my God, it's like, who touched this? 
who does this? So I'm I'm very particular because I want I want everyone watching to understand it and to look at it and think I could do that. Why don't I do that? Sure. And you know what? For people out there listening right now who don't have a particular feeling about their home or don't aren't happy with how it looks, but, you know, money is tight and they, they can't really afford to change things, a little paint goes a long way. I mean, if you did nothing else but paint and then learn a few tricks, which hopefully tomorrow I will give you how to make more of your look, more more... What's the word I want? A more of a of a style that you can be proud of and that you will like. Forget if nobody ever. You know, in my home, when I go into my house, I want it to have a look for me because it pleases me, and that's what I guess I want for everyone. And you can do it for very little money. You really can. You mentioned on air last September that you would be dipping your toe back into the world of fashion accessories, and you know, I remember you yes. saying when you returned to QVC originally that. You didn't want to do anything that you had done when Frank was alive. And I'm wondering if if returning to that well was a difficult choice for you to make. It was. And at the same time, I get so much mail about when are you going to bring back some of your great fashion stuff? And uh, why can't you do both? And we would love to see something. And I would normally have tomorrow been showing you uh, an outfit, um, I put together a, a, my first one collection, if you will, and I didn't like the way it was manufactured. So it's not, it's not going to be in tomorrow's show. Uh, but I did have a piece of jewelry that I've designed, and uh, I will be selling that in the show. So my show now has become not just a home accessory show, but it's become a style show. Fantastic. Where I'll do a little of this and a little of that. I'll do home, but I'll also do a little something for us gals. And, you know, for me, that's just so fun and, and feels so right. And uh, I think Frank would be very pleased that I've decided to tip my put, tip my toe in that in that water again. Absolutely. Because um, I, I, I love it and I enjoy working on it. And every time I'm lugging furniture from my car to into QVC, I think to myself, <laughs> what is the matter with you? You should have. I mean, when I did... When I did fashion accessories, I had one little bag I carried. I said, would you like to see a scarf? Would you like to see a bracelet? But now I bring in trunks and stuff. And, oh, my Lord. Um, so it's very different. So it's, it's, it feels like such an easy fit for me to be doing fashion again and, and something that I adore. So, And I'll be bringing this necklace, which is not like anything you see on QVC. So it'll be a whole other look that those jewelry crazies will go, oh, what's that? It's, you know, big and chunky and very dramatic. Fantastic. You know, I would wager that deep down you did feel that itch to kind of return to something that you so clearly loved yeah. and, and that you had mastered to perfection. Well, thank you. I, I, I think Frank would say the same thing that you're saying. You know, this, is, um, this, has, been, this has been a difficult five years without this guy. I'm, I'm now starting to get really busy uh, again and starting to work again and starting to enjoy it again. Uh, so that's all good. That's all good stuff. And the first one that would stand up and go, yay, Linda, would be my husband. Wow. You know, you mentioned earlier shopping at all different kinds of stores and, you know, all, all different kinds of shopping experiences. And, and 
I have to tell you, in the past year or two, I have fallen in love with a store called Marshalls, and I know I that I know that oh. you were a Marshalls fiend back in the day, and I'm wondering if you I, still are. Still, I was. You want to laugh? I was at TJ Maxx earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, you know. They're all uh-huh. about the same people. Uh-huh. Oh, I love Home Goods and TJ Maxx <laughs> and Marshalls. I love them, and if you're a really clever shopper and really know what you're looking at, oh my God, the deals you can get. No, I would never tell anyone not to do that. And and you have to be patient because very often you can't find something that's just right. Because when I when I'm your your you know chief decorator for the day, the first thing I will tell you is you have to be disciplined about what you can and cannot buy. You can't just go out and, and suddenly buy a lime green something that doesn't have a place in your house just because. You kind of liked it. <laughs> You've got to be more disciplined. I mean, I like a million looks. I really do. And if I could change my house over every three months, I would be ecstatic because I love that. But there's no room for all that stuff in uh-huh. your house. And it, it's just fun to buy things. But if you're disciplined, your house will always have a flow to it. And that's that would be my advice. And you don't have to take it because you're not paying me, but that's my advice. And so, when you walk into Marshalls, do people just flip out at the sight of you, or, or do you do you do you slip uh, so in very inconspicuously? I, I'm a little inconspicuously. Vivian would tell you real stories about women who pin me to walls, and you know <laughs> they're so excited. But no, that doesn't happen much. I'll have someone who walks by and go, "Oh, hello, Miss Dano." Wow. You know they'll do stuff like that, but. You know, everybody kind of is busy doing their own thing. And, you know, who am I? I've been around a long time, you know, and I'm no longer really doing a soap, uh, so you don't get that kind of uh-huh. traffic anymore. But when I run into someone and they want to chat, and I, I'm always available to chat and talk and say hello and whatever, and um, they always say the nicest things. I, I'm a lucky lady. I really am. I've had a wonderful career, and I'm I'm – you know, always shocked and amazed that people remember and people still uh, are so kind and so generous with what they say to me. Wow. It's very nice. It's very nice. I wish, I wish that for everyone. It, you know, and I know just because I do television and that makes that happen, but it's a wonderful thing. You know, it's like having, having a person in your life who constantly tells you you're swell. Sure. You know, there's something really wonderful about that. And, um, I'm very grateful for all of it. You know, the last time you were on this show, Guiding Light had just aired its final episode, and you know, now word has just broken that As the World Turns will be ending its half-century plus run next September. You know, I know. I, I I talked to Chris uh, Galtman the other day, the exec producer. I called and said, I'm so sorry. You know, I just he said, well, you knew the other shoe was going to fall, <laughs> and I went, I know, but it's always hard. It's always hard. I mean, I have a million friends. On both of those shows, sure, and you know, and, you know they of, they film in the old Another World studio now. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's like another, you know, another era has has ended. Absolutely, it's another icon of daytime television is is no more, and that's very hard, uh, especially for all of us who grew up watching the soaps. Sure, and our mothers did, and they taught us, and our grandmothers and. Oh God! It's just like saying goodbye to your family, and it's a, it's hard. You know, I, I think I told you the last time we visited, Brandon, that I, I've never seen the last show of another. You world. certainly did, and that, that surprised me because I, I figured that that you would be right there on the front row with popcorn. 
you know. God, no. I, I, yeah, Stephen and I always say we're going to, you know, I see Stephen occasionally. We, we get together and have lunch or dinner and, and we laugh and we talk about, you know, all the old times and the fun we used to have. And I, and we always say when we have, we got to pour those martinis and we got to watch that show. How wrong is it that we've never seen the last show? It's just something I'm not good at goodbyes. I'm not, I'm not good at, I don't know, feeling the finality of that, you know. I, I think by watching it, it's like it really did happen. In this way, I never saw it, so it didn't really yeah. happen. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I suppose as a grown-up now, I finally became a grown-up, that maybe I should call him up and say, get your over Let's drink and watch and weep together. You know, we we were, a, like all these shows, you just, you have such a strong family bond, like a real family. Absolutely. You know, I had I had Cale Brown in here a couple months ago, and I know. I he, t- he told me stories about how, about how uh, close-knit that Another World cast was. And, oh, it's true. And he said, you know, you think it's going to be like that on every show, and it's not. No, it's not always. You're right. I, I'm, and believe me, I know because I've done so many of them. <laughs> but there was something, and I used to say it was because where we fell. We all were out in Brooklyn in a neighborhood that if we didn't work there, we would never probably be in. And there wasn't a hell of a lot to do. Uh-huh. Uh, we had maybe two restaurants we could go to. There was like a dollar-type store there. I've uh, forgotten now the name of it. What was it called, Jeanette? Amazing Savings, which you could buy things for 50 cents. Okay. Which I used to love, of course. <laughs> you know, you know, if I don't, if I don't buy something every day that's just a bad day, I got to be out there <laughs> looking for stuff. So uh, I used to go there, but we, most of us never left the building because where were we going? And I think because of that, we, we just hung out together. Wow. All of us, and we became such a family and and those actors which i there weren't many but there were a few that would come on to another world to start a role and if for whatever reason they would not join in somehow it just didn't work and you know what they ultimately left you know because we were such a little family Uh it was just a wonderful safe place to be so when i had to say goodbye to that building that night the end of that shoot. Oh, oh my God! It was a physical pain. It was physically so difficult. And uh, I went to every room in the building and said goodbye to the room. I it was just because I knew I would never, I would never be in that building again. And I, you know, I I, I went back once to World Turns to say hello to some friends there, but oh, hard, really hard. I, I can only imagine. Really hard. You know, I'm I'm just a I'm just a fan. You know, I've been a fan of the genre of television for practically my entire life, and I'm just you know I'm just heartbroken when I look across the landscape and and continue to see the little Indians falling one by one. You know, oh, one by one. Guiding Light's they gone. World Turns is going. Yeah. Di- distressing rumors are swirling about the future of One Life to Live. I know. I hear them too. God, you, I hope not. I know, can't imagine One Life will be canceled for one reason and one reason only. It is the bridge between children and general hospital. That would seem very odd to me, that they would take away that show. But you never know. I mean, it all comes down to business. It's all about money. So expensive to to 
even though, you know, all of the actors, all of them, even the number one actors, all have taken a hit. Sure. Um, in their paychecks, in their, you know, their uh, guarantees. All the shows have really cut back in terms of, you'll notice there's very few remotes sure. and things like that. They've there's no more. Remember, remember in the days, my God, you'd see two or three or four remotes a year. Uh-huh. I mean, big extravaganzas, big parties. Yeah, splashy oh. weddings and you, you bet. Oh, yeah. You betcha. You know, now they don't do that. Good Lord, Days of Our Lives fired Deidre Hall last year. I mean, oh, Eric Braden almost got it, out the door yeah. of, of Y&R. It's yeah. crazy to, to, it's to see shocking. what's happening. Yeah, it's shocking. And I know in my heart that it's probably going to be the end of this genre at some point over the next five or ten years, maybe less. Won't that be sad? Oh, it's, yeah. you know, it, it's staggering yeah. to me to understand that that Procter & Gamble, the company that literally invented the soap opera and the company that you worked for for most right. of your daytime run, they're just yeah. nine months away from being out of the daytime game altogether. Out of daytime. That's it. It's over. And they Absolutely invented it. Absolutely And they invented it. Isn't that scary? Oh, it's, 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 yeah. it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's wrenching. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Because you know what? It's very much like QBC. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. When Frank died, and I spent a lot of time, of course, alone, at night, couldn't sleep, always up and down, up and down all night, you know. And I would turn on QVC because they would talk. They would talk into the camera. They would talk to me. And it was like I wasn't, I wasn't alone. It was like I was, I was in the room with someone, a friend. And I think daytime does that as well. I think you watch, you become family to those, to those actors and those characters. And what happens to them, you're affected by it. It's like constant company. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a like a, a like an extension of a family and something very sweet about that. And that will be missed, and, I think. You know, we who watch those shows, we let those shows into our most intimate places. I mean, we watch Absolutely. lunch with them, we do our laundry yeah. with them, you know, we Absolutely. We, we feed our babies you bet with you. them. You bet. Yeah. Yeah. We sit and we hold hands with our family who are suffering from Alzheimer's or dementia, like I did with my dad and my mother, you know, and they become very real people. And they share a lot of the same problems you do, so it makes your world feel like you're not alone and and you're the only one going through it. I I used to say to Nancy Glass when we started Attitudes, I said, you know, the one thing I'd like to do with this show is to be really, really honest. Honest about who we are and what we believe in and, and what's going on in our lives, because it's not about, I can't change someone's world for them, no matter how hard you'd like to, but what you can do is share, and in the sharing, you're helping, and, you know, together we are, you know, like one then, so I, that's the sad part of daytime, and why when it ends completely, oh, It'll be such, and what are they going to put in its place? They'll put in game shows. You bet, or uh, reality, yep. or oh God, help us all! <laughs> God help us all. Well, then I better get really good at the computer. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have a, I have a question for you, and I'll, I'll tell you at the outset that I'm not sure exactly what I'm asking you here. So if this hits you okay. as a stupid question, by all means, tell okay. me, and we'll move okay. on to something else. Okay. But in preparation of speaking with you again, I went back and watched the intimate portrait that, that Lifetime put together for you oh. several years ago. Watching that, it struck me that you have enjoyed great love in your life. I have. And you have enjoyed a magnificent career, a series of concurrent magnificent careers, truth be told. And 
these have all brought great happiness and fulfillment into your life. But you've also suffered great loss in your life. I mean, you've lost a job or two that you love profoundly. You've lost loved ones, as we all have. You've lost, you know, and yet you're still here. You're still kicking. You're still trudging through this crazy I'm life. still standing. And, right. You know, doing it with a smile on your face. And I, I'm just wondering, given all of that, how have you come to make peace with the passage of time? It's not easy. That's not a stupid question at all. In fact, that's a very profound question. There was a part of me that would answer this by saying I have no idea, and yet that wouldn't really be the truth. There's one string in me that connects me to everything I do, and that's my belief in God and the power of God and what he wants from all of us and his infinite wisdom and generosity. I knew that when he took Frank from me, that it had to be for a reason. I think I think that I'm supposed to learn from this, and I have been learning from it. I have mourned it for a long time now, but I'm I'm it's, you know I'm fascinated about people that can really pick themselves up much quicker than I did, and I, I admire that. I I really took a hit when I lost Frank. And I'm I'm much better now, and and I believe that he's all around me and that he's supportive of me, meeting Frank. And I and when I when I tomorrow when I'm on QVC, he's right there. His pictures everywhere. You know me. I'm such a mush. Um, <laughs> but I believe in in another place. I believe we go to another place. And I I think that's the string that connects me. So when I start to bend over and not get up that string pulls me back again. I've had, as you said, a very, very gifted life. Better than I could have ever hoped for. Better than I ever even thought could happen. I had a long career, still doing it, still still kicking, as you say, and I'm I'm eternally grateful for that. And and maybe that's it. I don't have a right to stop. I don't have a right to feel sorry for myself. I've been given so much when other people have been given so little. And it would be sinful for me to not appreciate that and keep going and, and keep talking about it and keep smiling and keep keep trying. It wouldn't be right. It just wouldn't be right. So I think that's the answer. I do know the answer. But it sort of has happened because I'm just rock solid in that belief. Does that answer your question? It certainly does. Better than I could have ever dreamed. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, this is a stupid question, but as, as a veteran of the talk show grind, do you have any pearls of wisdom to impart regarding the Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien saga that's... Oh, isn't this just getting tedious now? <laughs> um, I, 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 the only thing that I... I, I, I always believe in taking the high road, and I wish that Conan O'Brien would now stop kidding and doing it. Let me see a little how he really feels. He'll be fine. And his people that left New York and, you know, left their homes to come out and start a new life in California are, are, are going to be compensated, which is great. And he's going to walk away with a lot of money. And I, I'm sure he will go off and... Do, you know, Fox wanted him for a long time, so uh, he'll probably do that. I can't imagine why Jay Leno just doesn't want to retire and 
you know, and 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 do something totally different. But you know, I I knew Jay when he was just a stand-up comic, and he's a terribly nice guy and a real down-to-earth guy. And and they say know, he's just he's, a workhorse. I mean, they say he just he never is. stops. He says he actually says that he lives on the money that he makes from stand-up, and the rest of the money that he gets from television he puts in a bank. I don't know for whom, but. <laughs> I can't imagine. But, you know, I know his background, and I know he comes from hardworking father and mother, and he's just, you know, this is this is what he is meant to do, is to go to work. So I think he'll be much happier back in his in his, um, his 11.30 time slot. And that's obviously where it was meant to be. I have to tell you the truth about Jay coming to the 10 o'clock slot. Every actor I know just held their breath that he wouldn't be successful. Isn't that a terrible thing to say? Because had he been successful, it would have been the end of episodic at 10 o'clock. Sure. You know that. Because it's so much less money to, to produce his kind of show over episodic. Absolutely. And had he been successful on NBC, believe me, ABC and CBS oh. would, have, would have followed suit. We both know that when something is successful in television, it is copied oh. instantaneously. That's it. It. And then all those people who work behind the camera and in front of the camera would all be without jobs. You betcha. So in that regard, I was said, oh, my Lord, let's hope he doesn't, if this isn't a hit. And now that I said that, I feel bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's my nature. But, you know, I, on some level, I'm really glad it didn't. It didn't go. I mean, well, you know, what you're saying is, is, is great. And, you know, when you look across episodic drama, dramatic television right now, I mean, we're in another golden age of it. With, you watch Mad Men. You we watch are. Lost. You watch, Absolutely. You watch uh, Big Love. I mean, these things are, are better than most movies. Oh, my God. And they're so good. And they're getting better all the time, you know, because the bar has been raised so, so high. You can't just do the norm, the, 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 okay, this is okay. You, you have to really try to be better. And, you and can't get by Brothers with the, and with Sisters the, yeah. is just fabulous. It's just a fabulous show. And, you know, that's what I mean. That That's what you have to rise to. So everybody's working so hard to make that happen. It would be a shame to see that go away. You know, you, you can't get by with just murder she wrote anymore. It's got to be. You can't. It's got to be no, something better. Can't. It's got to be something bigger. It can't bigger. be a formula. It can't. It has to be really inventive, really good acting, really good writing, and because also not only is that true of the networks, but cable is just knocking the socks out of <laughs> out of network. They're really kicking it a notch above. So, you know, it's ooh, it's you know, it's getting good. It's like a lemonade stand. You know, the kid <laughs> opens up a lemonade stand with a glass of lemonade and the kid down the block wants to do it so he puts, you know, more ice and real yep. lemons in it and then they <laughs> The, uh, another kid, two blocks away, does it with cherries. You know, <laughs> that's what happens. If it's good, it can only get better. You betcha. Therein lies greatness and real talent and and really a commitment to do the very best you can. And I, you know, I always applaud that. That's that's really exciting. And what's fabulous is it's not even big cable anymore like HBO. It's the little upstarts like AMC and USA. Yeah. I mean, the you know, USA is practically my favorite network. I. I just adore it. I watch it all the time. And when they do the marathon of, you know, Law and Order as as uh, Special Victims Unit uh -huh. SVU, I have to always say the name because I will call it SUV, but that's what I drive. <laughs> See, I, I get them mixed up. I hate letters. But yeah, 
it's sad. I mean, it's so good. The, the, the white collar, have you seen that Yes, one? I have. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love those two guys. They're great. And incidentally, that kid started on Guiding Light 10 years did ago. He? I mean, he was, yes, he did. I did. You know, I always wonder when I see, it's like Nathan um, Fillion. Uh, he was on One Life to Live. He sure he was. Does Castle. And I love him on that. And what you always say when you see these, what you think are these these men that they find, you know, where they find that guy? I've never seen him before. He's been somewhere, believe me. He's honing his craft. <laughs> you betcha. Maybe he wasn't as good in the thing you, that he was in, but boy, did he get good. Um, so that's very exciting. I love when that happens. Well, I tell you what, this was such a joy for me. I, I always love talking too. to you. You are so fun for me to talk to. You really are. I oh, mean, please. This, uh, is, this is a thrill for me. Just made, and again, congratulations. One year. You know, if I'm still alive <laughs> next year, we'll do this again. <laughs> we'll have this be our annual, you know, year anniversary chat. Fantastic. See how I, you've done for the last year. You are welcome here anytime, my darling. I, I absolutely adore Thank you. you. I love you, too, and I just wish you the best luck. And You're not going to need it. You're doing fine. You know, you're doing fine. <laughs> Thank, you. Worry. Thank you so, so much. You know, I want to tell everybody that you're going to be on QVC in just a couple of hours from now, 1 a.m. Eastern. 1 a.m. Eastern. That's 10 p.m. Pacific. And then right, and then Tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern, which is 11 a.m. Pacific. Right. So we get two. And then I'm making a little appearance for one item, which is my clock. Do you remember my clock? The big, dark Big clock. Oh, I love this thing. In in at the ten o'clock show with Jill Bauer, I'll make an appearance there. Marvelous. So. That's ten Eastern. And that's ten Eastern. So it'll be seven yep. Pacific tomorrow. So we get yep. three hours of Linda Dano, isn't it? Three hours of Linda Dano. Oh my God! If that doesn't make you crazy, I don't know what will. Right. Please eat donuts while you're watching. So grateful. Okay. My darling, I adore you. I thank you so much for stopping in here. Thank you, Brandon. My pleasure. I'll see you soon, I hope. Thank you very much. Bye, darling. Bye-bye. The magnificent Linda Dano, everybody, on Brandon's Buzz. Brandon's Buzz in the can for January 20th, 2010. Uh, Come on back next week. I've got some special guests next week. I don't want to tell you about it just yet, but when I get them concreted, you can find out all the information at the two websites uh, affiliated with Brandon's Buzz. That's blogtalkradio.com slash Buzz which is kind of mission control for the show. From there, you can see what's coming up on the show, what is on the show, and what's been on the show. You can listen to old shows. You can download old episodes. Uh, you can leave comments. You can send emails. You can do all of that stuff at blogtalkradio.com slash Brandon's Buzz. Uh, you can also find me at my blog, brandonsbuzz.com. There, at the top of the page, under the blue radio button, uh, is a full radio archive of all my episodes. This is my 50th episode, episode number five zero. Uh, this and all previous 49 will be available in the, in the full radio archive at brandonsbuzz.com, my blog. You can also find me at iTunes. I'm on iTunes, guys. Type in Brandon's Buzz in the iTunes Music Store search box. Scroll down to the podcast section. Click on my logo. From there, you can download individual old shows as podcasts for playback on the device of your choosing, or you can subscribe to the show and have new episodes automatically download to your library the minute they're uploaded to the music store. So I'm all over the Internet. Just Google the words Brandon's Buzz. I'm on iTunes. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm all over. Just Google Brandon's Buzz, and something will pop up that points you in my direction. And uh, I appreciate you guys coming in my direction. I appreciate you guys finding me and listening to me. And I hope you continue finding and listening 
to Brandon's Buzz. Hi, everybody out there. This is Eileen Kristen, and I have just been on Brandon's Buzz. This is a great show and a very sophisticated mind. So spread the word, Brandon's Buzz. This is Claire Massey from Tammy Show, and you're listening to Brandon's Buzz. Great guy. Great show. Check hey it out. Hey, guys. This is Brett Claywell from One Life to Live, and you're listening to Brandon's Buzz. Hi. This is Lynn Herring on Brandon's Buzz. It's the great entertainment talk show on now. Brandon, I love you. Thanks for having me. So if you feel that you just can't take it, and your world isn't what it seems, don't forget that life can be what you make it. Better when you live on a street of dreams. Hey, this is Nia Peoples, and you're with Brandon Buzz, the place to be. Hi, everybody. This is Nicholas Walker. Merci à vous tous. Écoutez Brandon Buzz sur Blog Talk Radio. Bonsoir et à très bientôt. <laughs> <laughs> 